Beautiful listeners, you know we love you, and we appreciate all the support you've given us to this point. If you would like to further support us in our art, in our effort to allow these wonderful conversations to continue to take place, head over to patreon.com slash inside the sound. Well, hey there, beautiful listeners. Welcome back inside the sound. This is Michael. And this is Ryan. And uh, we have a very special guest joining us today. Would you care to introduce yourself to our beautiful listeners? What's up, everybody? I'm Tor- sorry, I cut you off. I got excited. <laughs> it's I'm okay. Tor- Hello. I'm going to be here chatting with you guys. I'm really excited to be here. Also, that intro was amazing. Did one of y'all play that? Because I wish I want that to be like my ringtone or something. It might be able to be uh, arranged that it's your ringtone. Uh, that is, that's that's us. That's me and Ryan. That's our band. Oh my god, I love. I was like jamming over here. Also, welcome to our yeah. We oh. appreciate the energy of being. Party in the house, baby. Woo! Yeah, I almost forgot the crowd noise, bro. The professionalism, much. Uh, yeah, you know so, the crowd was overwhelming when i had a thought earlier like right at the same time when i was about to say something the crowd was just overwhelming i was just telling tori i appreciate the energy you're bringing to it you know on thursday night even yeah yeah thank you so much no thank you and dr pepper right now yeah (laughs) the energy is infectious you're really helping bring it up uh, in that's what it is Caffeine works. You're really helping bringing up uh, Ryan's grumpy mood, and I appreciate the the positive flow of energy. And actually, <laughs> we won't sure talk about. We won't opposite, talk about. Sarah thank you, Tori. Thank you, Tori, for for allowing the truth. Right, you're talking over our guest, bro. Get quit talking over Tori. I don't call. You know what? She's just telling the truth. She's being real, man. You That's why I, that I appreciate. <laughs> I only speak list. the truth. I'm not the capable. Beautiful. I just before we move on around the world, they they demand (laughs) and crave the truth. I'm glad that Tori's helping that. You're so welcome. (laughs) I really uh, (laughs) before we move on, I just had to point out because I and again, you're very kind about thank you for the compliment on the music. I when we were starting the intro, right? I'm bobbing my head. I'm getting into it. Ryan's Mm -hmm. sitting there. Mr. Stoic is what he does. And then you're like going for it. You're dancing for it. (laughs) It was like the three of us, like the Brady Bunch, but it's it's like one one's dancing. I'm just sort of like nodding, and then Ryan's just like, "Yeah, I'll just sit here." Because yeah, you know, reminds me of. Um, I don't know why it reminds me of this because I I only saw like one or two episodes of the. Um, is it called the Umbrella Academy? I I've heard I of that, that, but I haven't yeah, seen. There it. was a moment yeah. when the you know all the siblings. I think they lived in a mansion or something. One of the siblings like put on a record. And everyone in the house could hear it and they're all like dancing in their own weird little way <laughs> it was kind of a you know That's kind funny. of that moment there but um you know what tori one of the things that we you know taking in your content 
one of the things we appreciated was the energy. Ah, thank you so much. The energy you bring to it. Thank you. Thank you. I, I try. I feel like that's my like goal when I'm making content is for that to come across. So I appreciate that. I'm like, I want people to feel the energy. So I, I mean, I was always taught, like even on stage when creating content, um, that like how you feel is only translated to the audience, like half of that, maybe a quarter of that. So you have to totally overdo it um, so that the audience feels it just a little bit. So, I mean, not that I'm like over exaggerating. I think this is a, at this point, just my personality in general. This is how I act all the time. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how I was trained, like growing up, but that you kind of got to uh, overdo it so that people feel that emotion just a little bit. So I'm glad. Awesome. You know, why don't we just jump right in? That's a good uh, spot there. Could you talk a little bit about your origins kind of into performing and into doing all that? Oh my God. Uh, yeah. Like the whole shebang. I was put into dance classes at like two years old, like just doing recitals and stuff like that. That was kind of what I was doing. Um, and then I think it was right from there. My family kind of realized, Oh, like she kind of likes performing and being the center of attention. So, uh, I just never stopped. Like that's kind of just like the explanation. I started doing cheerleading and then I did singing and then I did acting and then I started piano lessons and then I started songwriting and then I started putting out music and then, that was kind of just how it ended up happening. And then at one point I was just traveling to New York. I'm from Texas. So I was traveling to New York. I was traveling to LA, um, acting and performing and creating music videos. And then about like five years ago, I moved out to LA officially. Um, so that's really like from two years old to now, that's what I've been doing. And I just think it stems from my love for performing, my love for creating like content and music and art in general. Um, yeah, so that's that shebang. It's just like kind of who I am at this point. <laughs> that um, you brought up liking being the center of attention. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> I know, you know, that's that's an element of being a performer, right? Mm -hmm. Being able to handle that, being doing well under that. So that's something that's always kind of just been who you were then, huh? Um, I would say, well, I, I'm like interesting. I think of myself as like two different people. I feel like a lot of artists think of themselves this way. So I'm like me as like a human. So I call her like TK or Tori. And then there's me as an artist who's Tori K. Tori K is a social butterfly. Like she has a big personality. She loves being in the center of attention. Um, that's why I also like, I think a good way of putting it is like an introverted extrovert. Um, so Tori and who I actually am is very introverted. I love having my space alone. I love like being out of the spotlight. Um, like in my everyday life, I usually don't talk to a lot of people. Like I love meeting people, but I honestly rather be home than at a party socializing. Um, so that's kind of like, and I call myself a social battery. Like I can always only socialize so much and then I got to recharge. Um, but then there's also Tori K who like, thrives on networking, thrives on performing, like thrives on going to events and parties and meeting people. There's a little bit of a two different sides of me that kind of conflict each other. So a little bit of both, but as Tori K, yes, a complete, complete lover of attention, but not always. That's um, an interesting distinction because I feel <laughs> like a lot of, a lot of people that have been on that are also performers kind of bring that up and it's surprising to me. <laughs> that maybe they aren't as extroverted on a daily basis as you right. might expect, which I find right. very interesting. Yeah, and I think that's why a lot of like bigger artists who are constantly on tour where this is like what they do every single second of every single day. I mean, I would absolutely love that. 
Um, that's why they get so drained so quickly. That's why you have like little creation parts that are just drowning sometimes because you're like, you can't always be that. You have to also be a regular human. And as an artist, you're expected to be a whole nother level of human. Um, so I do see myself as two different people in that way. I do think that Tori K has elements of Tori. Um, she's just way cooler. <laughs> and then there's elements of Tori that has that's elements of Tori K. Like, obviously, I'm the same person. It's just like I channel different people at times. Um, if anything, it's almost like a persona, right? Like, yeah. there's a lot of artists that they have a distinct, genuine stage name and presence. Uh, right. you know, like, Slash is not his real name, right? But I don't even know what it, the guy, I'm sure I could look it up again on Wiki. I saw it four times. I still don't remember yeah, right. it because to me, he's Slash. <laughs> You know what I'm right. saying? And uh, and so I think that's that's a lot of ways how you can, it gives you something to channel that energy yeah. through to be able to do what you do. Yes. And I get excited too. Like I get excited when I have performances or I get excited when I'm going to the studio to create music because I'm able to channel that person and that persona. And I think it's necessary to be able to sit back and be just my regular human being because then I can go and be Tori K and it's a more refreshing. Sometimes I have a different perspective or different point of view. And obviously a lot of my music is Tori because it's a lot of what I experience on a regular day life. It's what I feel it's my emotions. And then I bring that out through Tori K. Um, it's really interesting too. Cause even when I'm on stage or sometimes when I'm recording, I kind of blank out. Like I had a performance last Saturday at a fashion show and I think it's just the adrenaline. I think it's like normal. I'm sure people in sports deal with this as well. Um, it's like, I remember it, but I don't remember every single moment. Like I usually would um, just walking around and talking to people. Like when I'm performing, it's like such an adrenaline rush by the end of it. I'm like, what did I even do? And I have to watch the video back. I'm like, I don't remember doing that. That's so weird. I didn't, I don't remember doing a hair flip there. I could like, but I guess I did. Okay. Uh, and that's kind of, it's, it's interesting to like balance the two and navigate the two, but it also keeps music and life's exciting at the same time yeah that um i think maybe it's just being in the moment when you're mm -hmm. truly in the moment you might not remember every detail yeah you know um when you're looking back on it um yeah that's interesting how have you have you found it stressful like how have you navigated that you know balancing your career and your your music and everything else you're trying to do um, I'm still learning. Like, I wish I could say like, oh, this is what I do. And this is how I do it. It's, it's an everyday thing. It definitely takes a team. I'm not the only person, um, trying to navigate my life, um, by myself. Luckily I have a very supportive mom. Um, I have a team around me that knows me, knows me closely, knows me as both personas. Um, and I think the main thing is, and what I, I think a lot of artists like don't remember is that Tori K is only Tori K because Tori's okay. Like she takes care of herself. So I'm taking care of my mental health. I'm making sure that I'm going to the gym. I'm eating healthy. I'm doing all those things. And that's why Tori K can be who she is. Um, so I think it's a balance of also paying attention to you, your inner self and not running yourself too thin, which I I'm acting right now. Like I know <laughs> I'm like manage that, but I don't like, I'm not good at that at all. Um, but I, yeah, I, it's, it's definitely a balance and it's something I'm still learning. I just love the the positive self talk that you just uh, you let let us hear that Tori K gets to be yeah. how did you say it Tori K gets to be Tori K with Tori's okay yeah yeah that's that's great like that's 
<laughs> you know it, that self-awareness like for real like it's so so many times i think in my own life that 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 lack of like am i taking care of me like is that happening yeah. you know what i mean yeah i mean i think that's fine like outside of music just regular human obviously who you are like by yourself is very different than who you are around people and networking and meeting people maybe at a party maybe at work and you can't be that person or fully functioning and getting what you need to get done or even socializing the way you need to if you're not taking care of the person that you are by yourself um like what's going on in here what are you doing what are you eating what are you putting into your body are you taking care of yourself like self-care and self-love is so 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 important for your everyday life especially as an artist but even as a like a normal human being that does sports or does whatever um you do yeah that's something that um honestly it's something that we've realized lately you know it's mm -hmm. your mental health your your physical well-being that should be the priority you yeah know, first and foremost but it seems to me like you're a super driven person and it seems to me like you're going to be out there grinding doing as much as you possibly can so do you find yourself having to dial it back sometimes just so you can give yourself time to rest uh you know i try to um but i do fail on it a lot like sometimes i think my main priority is like i like going to the pool i like listening and just having little situations where i can listen to music i like going to the gym i like trying to eat healthy um i like trying to get decent sleep but also at the end of the day like i'm also 20 so i also have to realize like this is the most grind part of my entire life. So if I'm not doing that, um, I kind of can forgive myself a lot. Like I'm in college. I have a full-time job that I absolutely love because it's also still being creative. I'm very, very blessed. I'm a musician. I'm also moving right now. Like, and also at the same time, trying to um, be patient with myself. So I try, <laughs> like I try. And I think that's the main thing. As long as you're putting the effort to it and you're being mindful about it, you can't like hate hate on yourself or be like dang it i didn't spend time on myself and take care of myself today that's like literally doing the opposite you have to be like okay you know what we'll just we'll just put it off and we'll figure out a time when we can do it you know um it's got me thinking just taking a couple steps back it, it sounds like you you had a lot of things that you you wanted to do in life you know from early on how did you decide to focus you know and and decide you know i want to make time for this i want to make time for a, a music and performing career and and all those types of things i don't really know if it was a decision it was kind of one of those like i just did it and the rest kind of fell into place um yeah i i don't really know i i obviously have to go back to like my support system my mom who kind of recognized that in me and helped me navigate it from an outside perspective and as my mom and also as my momager who like also helped me navigate my entire career luckily i'm very blessed with that um to where she kind of saw that and said okay so we're going to put you in dance lessons because that's what you want to do. We're going to put you in acting lessons because that's what you want to do. Vocal lessons, piano lessons, songwriting lessons, and then also performance lessons to where you're learning how to perform. If you need to perform, you're learning choreography outside of all that. And we're also going to travel. So I'm going to manage your studio sessions and your music videos and all of this. Like that is, so, I'm so, so blessed with somebody that sat down and said, okay, this is something what you want to do. We'll, we'll figure it out and I'll help you navigate it. And weirdly enough, my mom's a life coach. So she, that's what she already did before me. She just took my life goals and said, okay, this is what we're going to do. We have a plan and this is what we're going to do it. Did we always stick to that plan? No, because life is life. Um, but yeah, she, she always said like, 
as long as I give my 150%, she'd give her hundred percent to helping me. Um, so that's kind of what I've always been. Like, it wasn't really a deciding factor. It was once I realized this is what I want to do. It was just full force from there. And we figured it out. Like I did, um, I went to a private Christian school when I was really young. And, uh, right when we figured this out, we went out to pilot season in LA with if people don't know what pilot season is like that little, it's like at the beginning of the year where you have the most auditions for pilots, um, to hopefully get picked up and on a show. So my mom literally was like, all right, we're going to homeschool. Um, and we went out here and we, I homeschooled. I absolutely loved it. And that's what I did for six months. And then I booked the show and I came back home and that was kind of just how we navigated it. It was just like going with the flow. We didn't really know what we were doing, but we just did it without deciding. It was just like, okay, no time to make decisions. We just go and we're going to LA and we're doing pilot season. And we're going to be homeschooled and then we're going to come back and it'll be okay. Like, and that's still what we're doing to this day. Like there is no plan. That's um, the plan is no plan. You know, doing that from an early age. Yeah. Uh, and, and just, it sounds like you're just willing to go for it. Yeah. You, know? you don't yeah. shy away from the, I'm just going to, I'm going to give it a shot. You can't hesitate. That's like, if you hesitate, cause I'm a major overthinker. So I've tried to learn. I'm like a perfectionist. I mostly, I don't know if you've gotten that from like my conversation so far. I'm a major perfectionist. I'm OCD. I overthink every single thing. Imagine being in a relationship with me. Thank the Lord for my boyfriend who deals with me. Um, overthink every <laughs> single little thing. Um, so if I didn't go for it or have people that push me to chase after my dreams, I probably would still be in Texas and regular school doing my regular life, just wishing I took a chance. And I'm, I'm thankful that I didn't. So I've learned now because the first step was scary. I mean, moving from Texas to LA to chase a really big dream that a lot of people have um, is scary, but you just got to go for it. And I always believed in myself that hard work will show and I've always been determined. So you just, I just try to not overthink it. And that's why I think I just always go for the punch because if I gave myself time to overthink it, I wouldn't do it. <laughs> Yeah, that's, I mean, it's understandable. I can relate. I can relate mm -hmm. to a lot of that, um, you know, paralysis by over analysis type mm. of thing. I've never heard that. Is um, that like a normal phrase or did you just pick that up? Because that was really genius. It's, paralysis it's not by mine. It's analysis or over analysis. Yeah. Over analysis. Yeah. Yeah. You said that, paralysis. I wish I could. I wish I could take credit for that. I don't know where that came from, but it was. I need to use that. That's exactly. Brain. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. But, uh, yeah, it's, it's great that you have a support system as well. You know, that's a big part of, we've realized that, right, Michael? Yeah. How many times does that come system? up where it's like, we talked to an artist or talked to somebody and, and it's like having that support system is what allowed them to feel free to, to, to pursue yeah. this their dreams they're they're what they're charging forward doing um you know it is it is a blessing right to have a support system that really believes in you you know right that's that's um it's interesting to me that your mom is a, is a life coach so i'm sure that helps <laughs> yeah quite a bit sometimes right? i'm thankful for it sometimes <laughs> i'm not also did i mention she's a fitness instructor as well <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. wow! Okay. It seems like it seems like you come by this. Keep you in line, then. Well, yeah. It seems like you come by the high, uh, high octane, doing a lot at once. Honestly, mm -hmm. like it's it's maybe in your blood, really. It, it might comes be. across uh, as really authentic. Yes. Yes. Yeah. 
it's it's funny for sure i'm like there's so much of my life that i go i think this happens when you're like start to adult and you like i moved out uh during the pandemic um and i live with my mom and i started to really realize like wow a lot of my life is affected by what my mom does and how my mom raised me and i'm like very very thankful for it but i just call her sometimes i'm like did you realize like I don't even live with you anymore. And I wake up and I make a to-do list every single day. And I don't really need to, because like you used to tell me to do that, but now oh, I'm so used to it after 20 years of my life that still to this day, I wake up and make a to-do list like my mother taught me. And I make vision boards every single new year. And that's like what I do. Um, if I don't work out, I feel like a crazy person because that's how I was taught to release and take care of myself. It's, it's so funny. I'm like realizing my whole life is like surrounded by my support system and what they taught me. But this is what happens. Like we get the things that we make up our life. Like this is stuff is instilled to us and we're, it's, it's really a, it's a, it's a cool thing that like these good habits were instilled in you because frankly you know there are people some some of us were instilled with not the best habits and it's you, you know what i mean like early early on you know what i'm talking about ryan and uh you know yeah. ryan's been a great support system for me just 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 uh, you know as a friend and and it's 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 what a difference it is to have people in your life that that want the best for you and and do that in the best way they can you know what i mean right i mean i definitely think like I, I don't talk to my dad. Um, I don't have a relationship with him. So there's obviously the same thing where like I've grown up and I realized things about my mom that I'm very thankful that she taught me. And some things where I'm like, I don't know if that should be a part of my daily life um, that you taught me. Cause obviously it goes both ways, but also things about my personality. Cause it's just genetics that I've realized that I also have for my father that I'm thankful for. And I'm also like, okay, we should figure out how to navigate this. But I also think that's just adulting and figuring out, who you are, what you've developed as a person and also how you were raised and how you became who you are today. And then navigating that, figuring out what you like and you don't like, and that's how you navigate and move on and grow up, which is what I'm doing right now. And it's a struggle. (laughs) (laughs) You know, I have a couple uh, thoughts. You you talked about making a a vision board. Mm. Is it at the beginning of every year? I do. You've talked about how driven you are and, you know, every day you make a list of things you want to get done so it seems like you're very goal oriented and having a vision obviously helps you know yes um is that part of what's helped you you know keep it going and keep the motivation is you know doing that um i would say i have good days when i have bad days i can make a to-do list and look at it and be like oh my gosh i'm so excited to do all of these today I can make a vision board and say, oh my gosh, I'm so excited to achieve these. But at the same time, I can make a to-do list and be extremely overwhelmed by all of those. And my being overwhelmed and my anxiety about doing it hinders me from doing what I need to get done that day. A vision board, there can be a goal on there where I'm like, how am I going to do that? And the entire year, I'm just trying to figure out how I'm going to do that. Like, I think one of my goals this year was to release at least three songs. And I have two written and recorded, but are they mixed and mastered? Do they have a single cover? Are they ready to be promoted? Do I have a marketing plan? Do I even have a music video ready for it? Do I know how to perform it yet? Like there's so many different things that goes into that, that I can look at my vision board and think, wow, this is really setting me up for success because I know I'm going to this year wanting to release at least three songs. But then there's also the side of it where I'm like, holy crap, I'm going into this year wanting to release three songs. And how am I going to do that? Um, and just the process of trying to release one is insane and very draining. So I would say there's a little bit of both. I have good days and I have bad days. Um, and even in one day, I could have a mix of emotions about my to-do list and my vision board and 
I'm like, holy crap, why didn't I make this year? Can I please erase it and act like I didn't do that? <laughs> I don't want to have that goal anymore. That's funny. Um, I remember, you know, having these uh, conversations with, with driven people that are creatives and trying to do something, you know, great in their lives. Um, you know, I don't remember who it was that was talking about it. They're like, what the hell am I thinking? You know, I think we have those moments where we're like, we set out to do something and it's kind of like, oh man, what did I get myself into? But yeah, you know, it's good to push ourselves like that, right? Right. I mean, I'd rather push myself to put out three songs and I put out two and I tried. Um, Cause honestly, if I didn't set that goal, I might only release one, if not any, cause my brain isn't focused on it. So if I set a goal of three, I could overachieve it. I can underachieve it, but I, at least I did something and I put, I moved the ball forward and I focused on it. That's like the main thing. And that's why I think you can't have it set in stone. I think that's like literally such death for an artist is to make yourself do something um, that your body's telling you not to do. Because then, like I said, I have two of the songs written. So if I get to the end of the year and I'm like, oh my gosh, I set a goal myself to put out a third song, but then I'm literally killing myself trying to write that song. And then maybe I put it out and it's out there forever and I freaking hate it. And I would hate for that to, to force a song out of myself that I don't like, or I don't believe in, or I just forge creatively. I don't want that to happen because you also have to balance. And this is the hardest part of being an artist, structure and creativity. Those two do not go together whatsoever. Um, and that's like the that's hardest true. balance, which is why it's so important. Why I'm sure every single artist y'all talk to has to talk about a team because that's your structure. That's your support system. So you can be the creativity. Um, and it's very, very hard to focus on both at the same time. So yeah, I can set those goals, but well, that third song, will I like it? Will I write it and then hate it and then never release it? We shall see. I haven't done it yet. So we have two songs so far. My dis disorganization on i'm just so creative you know i can't that's my excuse you know that's a good point yeah ryan okay <laughs> just as someone who knows you well like okay bro yeah i'm just so creative man you know it's just are you though are you or are you just you know okay no you are and actually ryan you are very creative i'm not trying to talk that much crap i love, love you bro um but no i i i see what you're talking about in terms of like balance you know uh, uh they're almost there it is again these two opposing right you know, this dichotomy right of structure and creativity and uh i've i've this is not the first time today i've invoked alan watts name but alan That's watts come up like three times today i know is it, hasn't <clears throat> talked about odd. like an artist what they have to do is is learn to play on demand and mm. so you know you think about a little kid who they love little kids love play but if you sit them in front of all the family on thanksgiving and grandma says now play they kind of like resist there's a resistance there and so right. to play on demand is a skill that we have to cultivate as artists that we as performers if you will um mm -hmm. that's something you have to learn to turn on and it's it's that's not an easy switch to flip it takes time and process and practice and vision boards and like a lot of energy frankly is is um, you know, and, and you definitely seem like you've got, uh, energy to spare. And, and so <laughs> no, until you do though, <laughs> you do another generator. Yeah, for like real. We call people like you, Dory generators. Yeah. That's what I would call. That's what I would call you. And, um, 
that charging up like that that does take a lot and this is why the self-care and the we talked about you talked about this earlier this is why it's so important because if you don't take the time to figure out why am i doing what i'm doing right. you know do okay i set this goal for three songs this year but why and and are am i satisfied with these two like just to be able to even ask these questions is a level of self-awareness that it right. you know it you gotta have it or you know or you, we can go insane i think if we're not careful, like, you know, yeah. if, if it's just all creative all the time, no structure or all structure all the time, it'd drive anybody insane, you know? Yeah. That's why the balance is so important. And luckily I'm very thankful that I like wrote these songs in advance uh, to my vision board. Um, and I actually love them. I mean, obviously probably by the end of releasing them, I'll hate them. That happens with every single song I release because you listen to it so many friggin' times um, and you talk about it so many times. Um, but luckily we're at the fresh part of the song. So like every time I'm in an interview, I'm like, okay, at least we'll talk about the song so that I can like, like it right now because I'm sure by the time I release it and by the time I'm doing more interviews and by the time Before I perform it by then, I'm going to freaking hate the song. <laughs> like, so I have to laugh because as Ryan may attest, I don't suffer for whatever weird ego reason. I don't suffer from that problem. There are times oh. even today, 10 years ago, I released an album in 09. I jam on it. I'm like, man, I love this thing. Oh man, I love what I did there, that was great like is something wrong with me dude like i don't know what is it like he has, to see you? He has oh no shame None. he has no shame None. for his music i was like man i'm no, for getting I high on his own supply so to speak he's no, his own biggest fan i don't think i wish i wish i like if there was one trait i wish i had i wish it was the trait that i could have because i think i appreciate in the moment but i wish i could like celebrate my music and celebrate my art for long periods of time but like i think this happens like have you <laughs> you probably have it but maybe you have taken a selfie and you like love that selfie and you're like oh my gosh it looks so good in that selfie like Later. that is such a good outfit i love my hair blah 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 like this is like the best analogy to give <laughs> and then like months later because you posted it you were like oh my gosh this is so good like how good i look and then months later you're like that is the ugliest selfie I have ever taken in my whole life. Why did I ever think that was cute? And that's kind of my relationship with my music, unfortunately. So I'm it's so funny no, to I hear. really well, wish I had that trait where you like to be, still I like get it though. To I be get clear. It. To be clear, I don't want to act. There is a bit of tongue in cheek there because it's like, no, there's not. No, there really okay. You can just <laughs> just be real. You know what, Tori? Listen, kept listen. At the beginning of this thing, so you didn't get out of the lie. The lie thing comes again. You always keep me in line. You know? No, but listen, because in terms of like, because I spent so much time, you talk about like, I know what you mean about obsessively having to listen to the thing over and, you know, you gain this engineer producer ear where you're trying to like, is that hi hat where it needs to be? Is that, and I did all the instruments, you know, cause I, I'm, I, I was very controlling, very obsessed. And so I, you know, I just, this persona that I was <laughs> pretty, yeah, cause Ryan knows me. Uh, and so like, there's still a part of me that goes, ugh, this stupid little one note is wrong or oh i could have edited it this way and this would have been better you, it's stuff like that like right so like still that still is there you can still enjoy it while still learning from it i enjoy it better when i perform it myself with a guitar okay. than i do go going back and actually hit and play but there are times when i'm just like i'm feeling myself and i'm just mm -hmm. like you know what and i crank up the volume of my car and like this is me yeah is there um, play yeah you know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, when people are like, what are you jamming to, man? It's my album. You know, that's actually happened. <laughs> no, 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 that's actually happened. I was like jamming to my own album, Windows Down, and some guy, what is that? Who is that? I was like, yeah, it's, that's me. You that's know? me. That's amazing. No, that but happens. that's 
self-love, that self-love of your own art is amazing. I wish, I wish I had that. I have that when I first write the song though. I'll be giving that song. Maybe I do it to myself. When I finish a song, I'm like listening to it 24 seven, especially once it gets mastered. I'm like, listen to this. I show it to all my friends. I'm like, yeah, I market the crap out of it. And then by the end of it, I'm like, why did I do that? No, I hate it. And I wanted to go back. <laughs> Is there an element young. of also, like we talked about listening back to these Salty. shows, it's hard sometimes to hear your own voice, at least for me, yeah. when you're like, oh, I could have done maybe this a little better or that a little better. You know, it's, it's again, the the hypercritical analysis that we do on ourselves mm. it can be we're, we're way worse on ourselves i think than we are other people most of the time you know it, Tori, Ooh, you is know it, oh, is it Wait, really what? you that hates the song or is it the perfectionist in you do you see what i'm saying you know like, it's, it's probably the perfectionist it probably is and i listen to it so many times i start to analyze different things you know what i was like i i thought about too is this didn't happen to me really when I was younger. And it's a good point that it could be just because my perfectionism has developed so much um, now where I'm like, I think I'm better. No, I'm not. It's just gotten worse um, and worse. Cause like the more I grow as a pe person, my perfectionism grows. Um, but I think when I was younger, I was also putting out music that was like so fun. Right. It was like, I put out a song called girl power where I'm just talking about like celebrating each other. Like I was like, guys can even have girl power at like 12 years old and a song called own it where I'm like, own it, own it. Yeah. Own it. Like there's only so much you can analyze that now. Like this, I'm going into a different chapter. So I used to be super bubblegum pop and now I'm actually going into pop rock um, because uh, I'm not a little teeny bopper anymore. I, I've been through life and that kind of, uh, obviously, like I said earlier, I base my music off of real life situations. So if I'm feeling something, I'm going to write about it. And what I felt when I was 12 and what I feel like now at 20, eight years later, very, very different. So I've switched genres. I'm going into the pop rock realm. And I think that's why I've started to analyze my music a little bit more is because I'm talking about more vulnerable situations. Like this song that I'm about to put out called Lavender is about a toxic, like codependent relationship. Um, that I went through. And like, for me, not only now am I analyzing, should I put this out because of the pitch, because of the guitar? Should I put this out because I like the song? Is the melody good? But I'm also like hesitating on putting out the lyrics in general, the context of the song. Will this resonate with people? Should I rewrite it in a way where it's not so aggressive? Um, but that's really like, I think it's like raw emotion. And that's where as an artist, it can be so hard to put out your life story like that. And I've never done that before. This next song is the first time I'm doing that. So that's where I'm already I'm like hesitating. Don't <laughs> hesitate. Really Don't hesitate. Cause yeah. I mean, really like, think about it. The, the artists that you love, they evoke emotions in you. Right. right? And, and, and this is the, this is especially true for rock. Like, uh, you know, it's, it's that rawness that the people will resonate toward and, and don't overthink it. You know, I'm sorry for like, here, I want to give you advice or like, I know anything, but I just, no, yeah, I really can relate. I, I, I agonized <laughs> over this record that I mentioned and, and I, I know I like just, well, you know, that vulnerability that you're talking about Tori and kind of like the hesitation, mm. it seems like, you might be experiencing something we've experienced doing this, yeah. which is there are times where we felt like we should pull the curtain back a little bit mm. and maybe talk about things that are a little, I don't know if embarrassing is the right word or, but maybe there are things that you don't really talk about a lot, especially in, in public and, you know, putting it yeah. out in the public eye. But 
you know, like Michael said, this, the art that moves you the most is when people are willing to do that, mm-hmm. you know, and that story and that, that genuine nature uh-huh. of the content is what, what has impacted us. And, and we're like, you know, what? if we do that for other people, hopefully, you know, what we're trying to do can be better conveyed that way. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's interesting. Like as you get older, like obviously my perfectionism has grown, but also like grown. I said grow, didn't I? That's not English. Grown. Um, <laughs> um, you can make but... up words here. It's okay. We do it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Adulting. Is that even a word? Okay. All right. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. Like I've started to analyze what exactly I'm talking about. Cause I think it's also getting to a point where like girl power own it. Like, obviously that's going to translate. What I'm talking about is going to translate. When you start talking about deeper things that you're hoping people connect with. Cause this, at this point it's, this is where I'm talking about. Like the Tory is coming through Tory K. What I went through as Tory is what I'm talking about in my music. I'm just pres- presenting it in a more glamorous look official song that I wrote, but it's really truly like my life, a relationship that I went through that I hope people can relate to and understand. And I think it's that one thing where I'm like, hmm, is this song going to be translated? Is it going to be understood? Are people going to be able to listen to this and feel it? Um, and it's feel raw and vulnerable, like the way I put it out. Like I even had a team member listen to it. And he was like, you don't sound emotional in the song. And I was like, that's interesting. Cause like, I felt so emotional singing it, but there was a block when I recorded it because I was so scared to be vulnerable that I was just focusing on the pitches when I'm singing really emotional lyrics. So actually after that person, luckily they were like very bold with me. I trust this person on my team very, very much. And he was like, you know, it's a great song. But right now it feels like somebody wrote it for you and you didn't write it. So I actually went back in the studio and re-recorded it at least three times until I felt like the emotion came through. Um, and so that's, I think that's, you know, when you perfect something and you want to make sure not only is everything else right, but the emotion, the lyrics, everything. Um, I'm really excited to release it. I think, I, I hope that it's understood and that it translates. You talked about um, a transition. Uh-huh kind of period well you yeah. it's obviously been you talked about the eight-year period and, and yeah it's older. it's called i call it like the disney channel like <laughs> <laughs> that's what i felt like i went through but i wasn't on Disney channel where it was like what? oh i put out music when i was like 12 and now i'm like a grown-up <laughs> like how does that transition happen what made you want to start to be more you know vulnerable and what what even made you feel the need that to put you know those yeah. types of things out um i mean i was hesitant um my my second song it's called karma the two songs i have set up to release so the first one's lavender the second one's karma i really punched myself while i was recording these because the first one's about a toxic relationship i had the second one's about my dad <laughs> so i really just like punched myself in the gut with those um and push myself yeah, that's some heavy the stuff there yeah I mean, for real you really oh yeah oh yeah very that's much so that stuff. one's called karma yeah it's, it's yeah um I don't know what else I would write about. So that was a thing. I, ha- I went through a period in, as an artist where I was like, okay, I can keep writing inspirational music and that's amazing. And I'm sure I, I could write it, but would I want to perform it all the time? Would I love it? And would I actually feel it? Probably not. Um, Cause I don't feel inspirational every single day. I don't, I used to, I really did when I was younger and I was like, I want to be King and I want to sit on the throne. And that's when I went, that was one of my songs. It was called Kings. Um, and <laughs> now, you know, <laughs> now, you know, I, I, I go into a recording studio and I feel like as an artist, you have to 
really listen to your gut. My gut was telling me, even though you feel uncomfortable right now writing about this, it's a step you need to make. And it's a transition that needs to happen. And I'm really hoping, and I, I, I think that my audience will appreciate that for me way more than they appreciate me just being fake inspirational. And that's where I had to really get to. Um, and I, I really looked at myself and I was like, okay, so I can write about this now, or I can write about it in a couple of years um, when I'm probably over it. And I don't want to do that. I want my music to be in the moment when I'm healing. And I think that's when the best art happens. Like people always say this, like the best art happens when you're in pain, when you're going through something, when you're going through trauma, when something's happening. So I had to push myself right now to write songs about situations I'm still feeling. So I'm not writing it in the future and it doesn't come off real or, or like I'm going back to a moment. I wanted it to be raw. And also it's helped me move on and um, heal as well. So it's, it's been a very big learning process for me. I like to use this phrase career arc. And I love it <laughs> when artists can change and move and, and evolve, I think is another good word. Um, yeah. There are some artists that I've seen do this and, and I, I like that. Well, I don't know. I'm inspired. I'm inspired by that. You, know, you see what I'm saying? Like, I, and I, I, I just think it's, I was, as you were talking just now, it's like in my head, I was thinking, man, like how cool is it that we're catching you and having this conversation as you're in the middle of this transition. Right. Like it's actually yeah. a really cool moment in your career. Um, and so it's, it's, thank you. That's what yeah. I'm trying to tell myself. <laughs> no, it really is. Yeah. And the fact that you're doing something, it, it feels like to me anyway, when you really feel like you're putting yourself out there, but you feel like, even though, like you said, it's, it might be a scary thing or, um, in the moment it might be like, why am I doing this? Right. Mm -hmm. Those moments seem to be the ones that you really remember and you're really proud of what yeah. came of it. You know, yeah. it, it just seems that type of, it's like, it's one of those moments for you. Mm -hmm. And it's really interesting. Like I write, I'm literally sitting in front of my piano right now. Like my piano is right here. This is my little creative corner that I do like all my interviews and I write on my music here. Um, and this was the first song I cried at my piano writing. it. And most of the songs I cry at my piano writing, I never take to a producer because I'm too scared. It's too vulnerable. But this one I actually wrote and I played it for my vocal instructor. It was actually specifically the bridge that I had written um, pretty much first. And I was like, this is where I want it to go, which was really weird that I was like, this is how I want the song to end. I had no idea how I wanted it to start. Um, and she was like, this is something you need to produce. Like, I don't know why you don't want to. Cause I was just telling her, I was like, this is what I wrote today. Um, or it was the next morning. Cause I wrote it that night. And I was like, this is what I wrote last night while I was having a literal mental breakdown. <laughs> and she was like, this is what needs to be heard. Like, I don't know why you don't put music out like this. So yeah, again, going back to the support system, like it's, I'm very thankful to have people that push me to be vulnerable as well, because if I didn't, I wouldn't be putting out music like this. And I mean, who knows? I think it's like very big to say that it'll help other people heal. Um, if anything, it helps me heal and I hope it touches people. But if it could do, if this song could do what it did for me, for other people, that's like the main goal. Um, and I would love for that to happen, to be something where people can really look at a situation they're in. Maybe they're in a toxic relationship. They listen to this song and they think, oh, wow, this is how I feel in this. Maybe I should get out of this or maybe I should figure this out and really analyze why I'm in a relationship like this. Um, so we shall see. Do you hear <laughs> yourself like, yeah, yeah. do you, are you aware, like the fact that your goal is this incredibly, 
I would call it altruistic, but like it's it's so sincere and it's so like your goal wasn't you didn't just say, well, I hope that hopefully this is a number one hit. Not that the, the even if that was your goal, that's not right. the, that's I mean, totally always fine. Goal. <laughs> but always I mean, always. But like yeah. I just I um I'm really again it's it's this it's we're catching you in this moment in your life and in your career. And it's just fascinating to hear, you know, you, cause you're, you're telling us, this is how I'm thinking. This is how, this is what's going on in my head. These are what my, my, my goals are. This is what I'm aiming for. And it's like you said, you know, you're shooting for the stars, you land on the moon or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, however you said it, I, I that's how, what I heard in my head when you said, it. I know you said it differently, but you know, you have these goals and, and you, if you shoot for the three songs and you only do two, you're still moving right. the, the ball. Right. Um, but I just, I really, I'm excited. Like I'm excited for you and I'm, and I'm, I'm invested hearing this process. I'm like really, really excited for you to, to take that step and to, and to put that art and hopefully get more in tune as you, as you continue to mature. Right. And, and get into this, this, you know, get let Tori out. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's interesting to me how we've had a few conversations today and, and a lot of the same themes keep coming up yeah oh yeah we talked about you know that music and art does enrich people's lives and we actually specifically talked about an instance where art saved lives it's it's not corny or out of the question to to believe that the art you put out into the world can save lives can be oh, sure. meaningful like yeah it's a reality so mm -hmm. and that's what's uh, so cool that's what's so cool about being an artist and i think that's why it's so interesting that at the end of the day i'm just a human making music for other humans like that's sometimes a concept that's not remembered um especially when you think about like celebrities and going on tour and like going to see people like it really truly is just humans making music for other humans so why wouldn't i write about an experience i had as a human like that's, that's what I really had to like, listen to myself and pay attention to what was happening. Why wouldn't I write about something that I went through because somebody else could be, could be going through this, even though I'm putting it out on Spotify for lots of people to listen to, um, <laughs> different, <laughs> but right. it is one of those, like at the end of the day, I think like, sometimes I have to like zoom in to where I'm like, oh my God, I'm so scared to put out the song. It's very, very vulnerable for like, hopefully a lot of people to listen to like that's a lot to just put out there. But then I also have to remember, no, like I'm a human putting out music for another human to listen to every single person that listens to the song. I hope they connect to it. I can't think of it on like a big scale of being scared. Um, so maybe that's helped too, like changing my mindset. I love that perspective because music requires a listener, you know, it requires mm -hmm. ears to hear and, that it's that human connection that we're looking for when you know that's the whole reason why why we how come music is it that you know as modern as we get we're still playing we yeah there's computers and things and we make music on computers and all that but like we're still making music we're still using the latest cutting-edge technology you know maybe it's not a, a a canvas drum we're drumming on but we're still doing that thousands and thousands and thousands of years later we're still humans making music for human. I love that. Mm -hmm. It seems like trying to create art that's going to impact people in a positive way mm -hmm. seems to be a big motivation for you. 
would say so. And what's interesting is that's been me since the beginning. It's just changing. Like when I was 12 year old, 12 years old, writing songs about girl power, I wanted other people to feel like they had girl power. And when I was writing songs and it was honestly like, if you really think about the, the depths of it, it was actually pretty bold of me too. I wrote a, my first song I ever wrote at like 11 years old was called Kings. And it was mainly stem from the fact that I didn't understand why men were kings and sat on the throne and let a castle and why a woman couldn't. That's why I wrote the song. But the song came out, I want to be king, sit on a throne. And that's how it came out. But I have always been an artist, and I'm very thankful for this, that I've always been an artist that has taken what I would want to listen to and be inspired by. And obviously the topics have changed. Uh, it used to be a lot more fun to listen to. And it was like, yeah, we're going to have crowns. We're going to sit on a throne. We're going to rule the world. And now it's just more inspirational and more touching in a different form. But that's, I'm still the same artist. I'm still the same person. My, my motivation um, behind it is not different. It's just different topics and it's connecting to people on a different level. So it, yeah, I think that's always been something that I've been wanting to do. It's just a little different now and a little bit scarier. <laughs> and I, I get that. Like we've talked oh. about also, we were talking about it earlier. We should be allowed to evolve yeah. as a human being. Our, our personality, yeah. our, our priorities, our viewpoint is going to change and we should be allowed to do that. And like you said, most people go through that process, but they don't have record of it out in, in the public you know, in the form of songs yeah, or in the true. form of art. Usually yeah. that's just a private thing that goes on in, in each individual's life, you know? Mm -hmm. So it, a piece of you at any given moment in time is documented in in your, you know, in your music yeah. or in your art, and that's completely understandable. Yeah, it's kind of crazy to think about. Like, you have my whole life of what I've been through and what I thought would make a really cool song that somebody could listen through like from since I started this, which really enough, I started this when I was 11. So you can go on Spotify and listen to a song that I wrote when I was 11. And then once I release these songs, you can listen to songs that I now like my life now and what I'm writing about now um, at 20. And obviously all in between, I released music last year too. It's just an interesting uh, twist. And the music I actually released last year was written two years ago. So there's a little period that I didn't write music because I was so nervous to write oh, about wow. what I was actually feeling and going through. Nervous? Nervous. I was not, yeah, I was nervous to write it. I mean, I was very nervous to write about a toxic relationship. And then also my relationship with my father it was very, very emotional for me to write about. And I wasn't even truly out of that situation until um, a couple months ago. So it was like, um, very, very interesting. And that's why, I, like, I think I also had to be patient with myself that I was like this, it was really interesting. I was having a lot of my friends tell me like, why haven't you written about your dad yet? Why haven't you written about this relationship yet? That would make such a good song. And I had so many people telling me that. And I was like, cause I'm not ready. Like I, I can't force myself to write a song because I know it'll connect with people. You can't force that to happen. I had to wait for the healing process. I had to wait to be ready to write it so that people can accept it. Cause if I wasn't ready, then people aren't going to be ready to listen to it. It's, it's a whole journey. Um, but yeah, I, I, and still to this day, I haven't fully written about everything that I've been through, that I'm still recovering from and still waiting to write about, but yeah, it's, it's, it's really interesting as an artist where like you go through something, people are like, yeah, write about it. That'd make a good song. And you're like, 
uh, but that's my life. So I'm not, I'm not really ready yet. Okay. We're, we'll do it. We'll do right, it in the future. And it's not only that it's your life, but this is some, there's a gravity to, to this stuff. Like it's just not any old thing, right? This is some serious stuff that I guess, you know, congratulations. It feels like you're getting to a point in your life where you've dealt with a lot of it and maybe you're moving on from some of it. And like, this is part of the, the process. So that's, you know, thank you. I'm happy for you, I guess. Thank you. Yeah. I, I mean, ditto. It. Ditto. Cause like, uh, this is a cool time to witness, like to, to get to know you and talk to you and, and, and see this transition. Um, so, I mean, it's exciting. So I, I, I think, um, I don't know what I think I had. A, I, that was my point. It's not an easy thing. <laughs> that, it's, that not, was <laughs> it's not an easy thing to, I think we all have, I, I guess it feels like that's the nature of life that we have to go through things that we don't want to go through. And <laughs> no. sometimes it feels like, you know, I would have it any other way than this. You know, I can't mm, tell you how many times yes. I'm like, I would have yeah. it any other way other than have to deal with what I have to deal with you know yeah and it's not it's not easy it's not mm -hmm. easy so the fact that you know i understand why there was a hesitation there because what's tied to that is it can go pretty deep and it's not easy mm -hmm. so i could see how someone's like why don't you just write about it and put it out there where you can hear <laughs> it, it. Song. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's not that easy you mm -hmm. know sometimes like you said the timing the timing is really important for that kind of thing. I feel like, wouldn't you agree, Michael? Yeah. I mean, as usual, I, I find that you put, you put thoughts so succinctly that I, I find it hard to, um, to do it better, man. I, I, I agree a hundred percent and, and good on you for like being this self-aware and being this, like, I just, I just love this, this where you're aiming, you know what I mean? Like I'm, I'm really, really, really one thing that, uh, I'm sorry I didn't no, cut I did. you off. No, it's it's okay. You do it all the time. It's just I'm through this whole process. I'm blown away. Actually, I didn't mean to cut you off. I know. I, I don't want to lie. How long have y'all known each other? I really <laughs> just have to ask because y'all's dynamic is hilarious and I love it. How long have y'all known each other? How long? Too man? long. You can't tell her. <laughs> you won't tell her. Too long. He won't even say that we're best friends. Like he won't even get those oh. words. Never come out of his mouth. I don't like using Ryan. Labels. I don't like using labels. What did you, you say know? the other day, though? I love you like a brother, man. You wouldn't say it in public. <laughs> won't say it in public. But okay, all right. I don't remember saying that. But, I'm sure yeah. you don't. Man. <laughs> you tend to make so, things up. It's good for you to see. Like look at him shift. Do you see how it gets a little squirmy? You tend to make things up. You know, and put me on. <laughs> he likes to incriminate me, Tori. If <laughs> If you look over the, you know, you talk about arc over content, <laughs> one consistency will is him incriminating me, him projecting his reality on me. What would you say, bro? Like 16 years to answer her actual question. 16 years, I think. Something like that. Better part of two decades. Uh, we've been writing music almost that long. Yeah, I've been trying to forget how long it's been. You know, I try to... <laughs> I'm also yeah. like, when did y'all, when did y'all start, uh, who came up with creating the podcast? I guess it was kind of, a a joint, uh, okay. joint like, venture. I had another just podcast. It was just like me and another friend. And then I wrote mm -hmm. Ryan in on it. 
And we, we had just a really solid conversation and we looked at each other and like, we need to do something. like there, there's something here that's separate and apart. And it, that other podcast was just me experimenting, just, just right. literally just trying to add out and seeing if can I even do this. And, um, yeah, pretty much. Uh, and yeah. And I don't know, man, we had a couple of good conversations and even just some over the phone, we're just like, you know, we need to do this. And it was sort of a mutual thing. I agree. It was like, this is something else we need to. And then we already had the theme song built in because we wrote it however many years ago. And yeah, that was the so. odd thing. I love the theme song. I still want it to be my ringtone. I do. <laughs> we'll have to make send, that send a, yeah, a copy of the empathy. It's a demo, really. We need to get it actually polished. But yeah, yeah. But yeah, it's one of those things where and we were talking about it earlier. You know how sometimes it'll just keep going on its own and you're like, how is mm. this? We, we somehow managed to keep it alive and, you know, wonderful people like yourself have been willing to be part of it and to, you know, be candid, honestly. Yeah. I mean, well, I, yeah, I, I was really excited to be a part of it. And I just thought, I think y'all's dynamic is so cool. That's why I asked. So I was like, how long have y'all known each other? And like, cause y'all's dynamic is so cool. You'll create such a environment to just talk, um, which I really like. Um, and I, and I appreciate that where I can just like freely talk about what I'm going through, what I want to put out, what's happening, what am I thinking about? Um, so yeah, I appreciate it. I just, I, I liked having this conversation. Tori, dude, like I really, that means a lot for you to say, like, seriously, thank you. Yeah. We, oddly enough, um, we're talking about that earlier. Like, you know how you said we, you hope that the art you put out can, Mm -hmm. can impact people in Mm -hmm. some way and and make their life better you know Mm -hmm. and for us we hope that these conversations can help people Mm. you know it it was a thought i really had earlier it's like you know michael you have them tori you have them the shows we listen to radio shows tv shows the music that we put on when we're not feeling great like Mm -hmm. everyone has that art that they can turn to to make life easier to make yeah. moments of your life better and so to be able to create that for other people like that we would hope that we could at least do that in in some small way if we can use this platform to encourage one person to pursue their dream whether or not it's even to be a musician maybe it's to yeah. be an artist or a writer or i don't know whatever they want to do mm-hmm. like it, it, that's worth it to me that's a win that's success you know that that's what we're aiming for. You know, we want to yeah. encourage people. Well, and it's, it's real. Um, I mean, especially through social media and taking social media, I think it's amazing when people just take social media and create something positive out of it. So that's what y'all are doing. Um, which is amazing that you use something that just an app online and you create like art and inspiration through it, which is really cool. Um, but it is, it is really interesting to see like how, social media and even your art and your conversation can like affect and inspire other people. Um, cause I didn't even realize that, you know, I'm just talking and I'm just being who I am. And I've realized a lot, I don't call them like fans or followers. I actually call them lifers. Cause they like go through life with me and I don't like the term fans or followers. So I call those people, my friends, but also my lifers. Um, so one of my lifers, like a lot of my lifers, weirdly enough, um, I noticed like after them following me and us having a conversation, like, 
they started taking dance classes and they started putting out music. And like, I first started noticing it when they would do covers of my music, which I thought was the coolest thing ever. But then they started releasing their own music and it was just the coolest thing. And then I even have like, some people will send me voice memos of like a song that they wrote the other night. And it's just one of those things, like whether or not I did inspire them, whether or not I didn't or something else on social media did, it's so cool to see how social media can inspire somebody to literally chase their dreams. And I think that's very cool that there's a lot of people out there like you and me that want to use our platform to do so. And it really does like work. It really does inspire people. And I've, I've seen um, that happen, whether or not that's, that's cool or not. That's but. really cool. It sounds like you're doing exactly that. Yeah. You're inspiring people. Um, I have, I don't know if this is kind of, a tangent question but do you find yourself providing more energy than you get back in return sometimes hmm. it kind of feels like you're the one <laughs> uh that's a deep question was that to me or to tori because uh yeah do i do ryan i do <laughs> feel that way consistently i in our, I, in our friendship you know yeah. as i like to say when we derail the conversation back to the star of the show that's so funny. No, that was obviously, good. that's good that he interjected while I was thinking because I would have been sitting here for a couple of seconds trying to figure out what I was going to answer. Actually, that's uh, not a bad. I could I could let the pause actually happen. That's actually appropriate. That's I shouldn't be just stepping all over things. Okay, back to the start of the show. Back to no, you, Tori. That's, that's hilarious. Um, what was the question? <laughs> oh, so I energy that I put out. Yeah, come back in. Yeah, yeah. I'm like trying to think because I was so deep in thought about it that I forgot the actual question. Does that does that ever Um. I do. Yeah, for, for sure. I think that it's really interesting that I, I post a lot online and I'm sure a lot of content creators and musicians feel this way, especially when they're a micro creator or they're a micro musician, um, that a lot of your energy and your vulnerability that you're putting out, you're like, well, no one, no one really reciprocates this or, um, you know, like the energy I even put in at work every single day as a content creator, I'm like, no one's really reciprocating this to me. This is in, in, like in every single conversation I have with people, they're always like y'all said, like a ball of energy. You have so much energy. And that's just always been me. So I don't know if it's just something I'm used to. Um, but yeah, I, I think sometimes I feel that way where I'm like, maybe I have too much energy. Maybe I should keep it a little bit to myself, but that's just who I am. So I wouldn't change it. But don't change for others. But can I just ask what... What's a micro musician? I'm sorry, I'm old and ignorant, and I don't. Oh, what it's is the that? same thing. It's like, have you heard of a micro influencer? No. Uh, so a micro influencer is somebody who doesn't have. <laughs> I'm, I love how you. I love how you you tag the question with "I'm old." I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just gonna put that out there. I feel old. You're really helping me feel. Old. Well, thanks, thanks well. for uh, derailing. I wanted to hear more about. I'm so sorry. I really want to know what a micro musician no, is. No, so it's actually something that I've learned. My mom actually, I feel like I keep talking about all the things that my mom does. My mom actually teaches social media. So this is a term I learned from her just recently. Um, I think it was just a woman, your mother. My, my mom's amazing. She has, she wears many, many hats. Um, and a micro influencer is there's not like a specific follower range, but it's somebody who doesn't, is it just starting? has decent content who puts a lot of effort into their influencers, but they're not at a million followers. They're not at um, like where they're super, super, super known. If that makes sense. So it's a micro, it's not a um, huge, it's not tiny, 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 it's micro. And um, 
self-explanatory. He's like, it's pretty self-explanatory, Michael. Did you really have to ask <laughs> me to explain it to you? As a musician, it's somebody who, you know, has lifers, has people listening, but is their music like in the millions of streams and placing like, you know, top 100? No, but, and are they just starting out music and this is their first song or whatever? No, it's like right in the little middle. It might be macro. No, it's not a macro influencer. It might be. I could literally be messing up this term so much. No, no. I, I just had not heard the term before. It was genuinely curious as to the, but the, yeah, to get back to what the topic was, <laughs> Ryan. Uh, um, so anyway, back to the star of the show. I was, I was, I was leading back. Come on, man. I, <laughs> um, um I was the, curious this, when you okay. talked about being the one that's really the the generator, and sometimes you don't feel like it's being reciprocated. Like, is there a specific thing that you've you do to feel like you you recharge, or that you? I don't even know how to how to word that. I guess is there is there things you need to do so that you can keep keep that output level? Um, I think just like self care days. Like I said, like going to the gym, going to the pool um literally little it doesn't even have to be a major thing it can be literally listening to a podcast i love podcasts watching podcasts or listening to a podcast while i'm doing my makeup rather than working on something while i'm doing my makeup it's just it's just finding me time i think that really helps me recharge um but i think everybody should do that even if they're not as much energy and as big of a personality as i am i think it's very important for everybody to do that um yeah like on, it was it was really interesting i hadn't gone to like a really big because obviously we're just now starting to get back in person especially in la for shows um and i just had like my first like big in-person show on saturday and that was probably the first time in a long time that i've been such a social butterfly and been tori k for a very 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 long time um and it was so fun it was literally such an adrenaline rush i was meeting so many cool people i performed i was walking the runway and meeting people, you know, red carpet photographers, like all of that. And I think the main thing was I got home. I think I ate ice cream, immediately took my makeup off and sat and watched Netflix. And it was the balance. <laughs> you wouldn't think that the girl that was running around at the, at the event networking and get, like getting business cards and Instagrams and social media and all that would literally 30 minutes later be sitting on her couch eating ice cream watching too hot to handle you wouldn't think that but it is and those those too little it's handle. literally as simple as that <laughs> as simple Boom. as that to where you recharge and it, it's really not complicated um even before shows to kind of charge my battery i'll just listen to music and like in my headphones if i can sometimes you can't um because you're like networking while you're at soundcheck which it's probably my least favorite part of being an artist because you're like trying to calculate things and like recharge and like navigate what you're going to do and like try to be an incredible performer. And you're also trying to network at the same time. But if I can choose to, I would like to sit in a dark room and stare at a wall while I listen to music <laughs> and meditate. But it's um, not really what you get as an artist until you're like, you know. Yeah, you're going to get there. I, I, I definitely envision you getting there and then you will. You can be you can sit in the dark room. And just wait. <laughs> One of my favorite people. I always, up the, yeah. It's a joke I make because I'm not even like this um, just as an artist. Like literally, I, I, I that's what I say. I'm like an introverted extrovert or whatever um, to where I'll literally be hanging out with my friends. And they're like, hey, what are you doing tomorrow? And I'm like, this is a lot of socializing for me. Literally tomorrow, my plans are to stare at a white wall and do nothing. That is my plan. That's what I want to do. And it's not a joke. <laughs> I will. It's one of my that. favorite things to do. So yes, I understand uh, it. 
Yeah. Just sit, go somewhere by myself and just sit there. <laughs> I love doing that. I love doing that. Um, that's like, I don't, I, I, I guess I understand people that like always like to be around people. That's my boyfriend and my mom always around people. Um, I could not do it. I couldn't. Um, but when I am around people, that's why I say I'm an introverted extrovert. When I am around people, I'm extremely social. Um, right. but yeah, I, I love going out and eating lunch by myself. That's like one of my favorite things to do and talk to nobody. <laughs> I can understand that too, because I'm kind of that, that type of way myself where I I don't know what it is. Like, I don't mind not being around people. Yeah. And then I get that phone call at like 1130. Is now bad time? Is that, <laughs> can you talk, man? I'm like, yeah, I could, I could. What's up? You mean you called me? That's <laughs> who's lying now? Yeah. Who's telling the fibs now, bro? I was just, Honestly, yeah. I can't. I, I was taking it. That's what I don't know. I was taking it easy, you know, just uh -huh. sitting there rocking to some, some tunes and. Mm. A call comes in. I'm like, you know, why not answer it? That story happened, except it was him calling me. So almost exactly <laughs> what happened, except the opposite. I don't yeah, exactly. Know. She's had to correct you twice. Already, so <laughs> okay. She's All not right. going to believe you at this yeah. point. No, it's fine. I Okay. <laughs> well, you know, it's flown by here. Yeah, really. really. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it. Thank you for letting me um, babble and ramble for way too long and uh, think of it and say all the things that I was thinking before I really filtered them. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for being yourself and Thank for being bringing, real with us. yeah, like bringing that authenticity to this conversation. It's given us gold. Um, I'm, you know, definitely feel invested in the future of your career. I can't wait to see what you're doing next. And we, I can, well, I don't want to speak for Ryan, but I, I think I can speak for Ryan and say we can't wait to see, you know, what what you're going to come up with with these these new tunes. And um, if our beautiful listeners want to catch up with you, follow you, what you know, what's the, to the standard social shadow? Where can they where can they reach you? Yeah, on my social medias. Um, you can follow me at Tori Canedited if you would like. That's not united. It's unedited. People get it wrong all the time. Uh, Tori K unedited. Yeah, stay tuned for Lavender and Karma. That will be coming out by the end of the year because it's on my vision board. So you can expect it. <laughs> awesome. Got to happen now. Heck yeah. yeah. And Tori, if I can ask, um, <laughs> do you have any other words of wisdom you think you want to share with our, our beautiful listeners? Ooh. Um, anytime somebody asks me this, I'm like, obviously it's a new audience every time I say my normal, what everybody, what my, my life motto I've literally come up with when I was 10, it's I'm not wishing on a star. I'm chasing it. So let me break it down. Um, pretty much don't wait for something to happen. Don't wish on a shooting star and hope that it happens for you. Go out every single day, make your vision board, make your to-do list. And if you have something you want to do, go after it. Don't let anything else stop you. Don't let a shooting star that you think could possibly happen make you feel comfortable for accomplishing your dreams. You're the person that's in charge of your life, in charge of your goals. Go out and make them happen. So I'm not shooting on a star. I'm not wishing on a star. I'm chasing it. Chase your dreams. Chase your star. Don't wish on it. I love it. I respect it. I get it. Thank you. Uh, Ryan, what about you, bro? Do you have any other words of wisdom that you would care to share? Oh, yeah. Let's just be wild and free, baby. <laughs> that was much better than mine. Should I take my back and say that? <laughs> it's unedited. You can't. This is Tori K. Unedited. You can't. <laughs> unedited. Backsies. But I like that word. 
Uh, it may or may not be a be a, a show phrase that we slide in there at the end of every show. All You're right, the one uh, inspiring people out there. Totally. Yeah, you really are. You're very inspiring, and it was a pleasure. And uh, beautiful listeners, you inspire us. You know we love you. Bye. I'm